principles of building real community. Um, if you would, turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And we are going to read. And it reads, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. And that is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. And I believe that um, the church has been called um, so that we can be a type of priest to one another. Um, I believe that the purpose of the church is to share life together and to bear one another's burdens. Um, I think that the church has not been that, absolutely. Um, I think that the church has a reputation of not being that. But sitting there looking a little dry. So I'm just saying, today if I want to say amen. Come on. All right. We did dad jokes. We need to do scripture off. So when I say you don't know the Lord and don't know his word, just say amen. Huh? Because our shortest worship experience would be to make everybody write down 20 scriptures. And then it would just be done with people. to know what we're supposed to do. When you buy a new piece of furniture, a new piece of equipment, the expectation by the manufacturer, not talking about personal expectations, the expectation by the manufacturer is that you read the manual. Many of us, we open up a new toy, we open up a new piece of furniture, and we think that we can figure it out by just looking at it. Right? And you're like, this looks like it fits here. This looks like it will go here. And because this is in the box, I think that this is part of it as well. And this is how we have a lot of times approached building as a body. Is that we come into a church, we come into a situation um, where we are supposed to be the called out ones, the ecclesia, the church, the acts to establishment. But when we look at 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, it gives us some very clear instructions on how we are supposed to do this. The church is often perceived as the last place where you can admit that you need help. The church is its best when we are honest. The church is at its worst when we build religious establishments that are Church is not about 
and it never has been. Church has always been about the service that we are to offer from body to body. It has always been about who we are to each other in the name of who made us. We all have needs. We all have needs. And the reason why I say that is because Thank <laughs> you. 
and in his weakest, most vulnerable. Think about laying up there. He was laying up there naked. Many of us, we hide very carefully between behind a well-maintained facade. Behind this idea of I have it all together. And after that facade, then if asked, we take another level of pride and say that we don't need anything, even after we have been asked. There is a power in vulnerability.
When you decide that you want to be in a same-sex relationship, that's not the problem. That's not what I'm talking about. When you decide that you want to be in a same-sex relationship because the opposite sex has done you so dirty, you are not okay. And I don't want to deal with the homosexuality yet, but I want to deal with the pain that you suffer at the hand of the opposite gender. Story. There's a power in your story, and it's not for getting sympathy. 
something, but it's for power of connection. Because I'm trying to get you to get a case of the one another. And when you get a case of the one another, then all the offense, all of the pain, all of the pettiness, it goes away because we begin to be connected on the stage of vulnerability. Being vulnerable with the right people in the right place in the right setting will help us relate to one another. And not just for relations sake, but to encourage one another. To give one another scriptures. To lift up one another. To pray for one another. But you must say that you have a need. Expressing that you have a need. Um, it is predicated on the idea that you actually believe that when you express that need that you're going to receive help. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. You're right. Many of you feel like this message is so far away from you because you don't believe that help is on the other side of you expressing your need. My God. That's it. Because trauma has told you I expressed a need in the past and nothing happened. And so your life has taught you that when you express need then it will be taken and used against you and I challenge you today because I promise you that when you express need yes it will be used against you but it doesn't matter who uses it against you it matters who will use it for you and my Bible says
called to. Welcome to your 
just the pastor. Come on. They go to church with you. We have modeled, me and my husband have modeled relentlessly what it looks like to accept and to build up in the darkest of times. We have modeled. But if the shame on you culture comes from the body, then it doesn't matter what comes from the head. You have to actually embrace that same culture of acceptance and growing and building. Stop trying to boo people up and build them up. Right with the wind. I saw some people saying, what video? It don't matter. 
We're building a culture of building up. Yeah. You know why nobody can tell me that God's not real? Because I experienced it. That's right. You know why nobody can tell me that community is not real? Because I experienced it. I don't care what you say. I don't care what story you tell. I don't care what video you make. I've experienced community right here in this church. Chance on them. You jacked up worldly and you need somebody to let. 
that you have a redo, the chances are your neighbor needs a redo. You've never had a bad day? Guess what? The chances are that your neighbor could possibly have a bad day. Today might be that bad day. You ever had a bad month? You ever had a bad year? Chances are that your neighbor may be in their bad month. They may be in their bad year. But the same way that you want somebody to take a chance on you, you gotta take a chance on somebody. We are in need. We are the body of Christ. I have three things that I'd like to pray for. I don't want to pray for everybody. So please have a seat. Yes, I don't want to pray for everybody. Read the Bible. That's biblical. Jesus didn't go just praying for everybody, laying hands on everybody. That's not biblical. So I don't care what you think it sounds like. This is good. I'm like, I'm not perfect, but I'm trying to like pattern myself after the Bible. So if you don't like what I said, if it's in alignment with the Bible, you can get on. Amen. I want to pray for three things. Um, Ephesians talks about um, exhorting one another. And actually, I'll read that one. It says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. You know, somebody can't pray for you in your need if you don't say what it is. That it may benefit those who listen. Hebrews 3 and 12 says, see to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily. That means if you don't do anything with this body between Sunday and Sunday, you're not even in alignment with what he's called you to. You're supposed to build up each other daily. Exhorting one another is about saying the things that will keep each other believing. Fellowship, real fellowship, it defends.
sister. Let's pray now. Yeah. Let's pray now because I don't want for that bad character to stop the move of God on his or her life. But that takes responsibility. And you not patting your ego with receiving trash in your ears and letting trash come out of your mouth. Quit being a garbage can and be a source of exhortation, edification, building up in the body of Christ. Every exchange counts. Every single exchange that you make counts for the kingdom. It either counts for the kingdom or it counts against the kingdom. Every single conversation you have is either building the kingdom up or tearing the kingdom down. And I'm not talking about the kingdom of all nations. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. Do hear the things I'm praying for. Community is not just going to come to us. We have to build a community. You have to build it. You have to be active with it. I'm going to pray for three things. The first thing is trauma. Because some of us, we've experienced trauma. And that trauma has been the barrier between us being able to be vulnerable and accept things like this. And so it's, it's trauma. You want to, but you just can't because the trauma's in the way. The next thing is fear. And whether it's fear, birth from your childhood, or birth from previous experience, whatever it is, it's just fear. And it may not be that something actually happened to you. That's a trauma. But the fear is like you just don't know. And so that paralyzes you. Like if I say it, if I do it, if I be honest, like you just don't know. And so you have this, you have this fear. And the last one is pride. But it is a lie. And it is from him. And so if you're dealing with that fear, I want you to stand. If you're dealing with that trauma, I want you to stand. If you're dealing with that pride, I want you to stand. We're just going to pray all together. It could be any of those. Trauma, fear, pride, any of them. And here's what I need you to do. I need you to just be open to receive. Open to receive, Holy Spirit is going to come in and He's going to help us with this. Okay? He's just going to help us with it. I can't help you the way that He can help you. Okay? I'm going to bring you as far as I can. The Holy Spirit is going to do the work. Okay? So, God, right now, we come out of agreement with pride. We come out of agreement with fear. We come out of agreement with trauma. And we say that we have no ties to any of them. No the way that fear, pride, or trauma are manifesting in our life. Right 